If you're listening to this episode, like me, you woke up this morning with 86,400 seconds stretching before you. All this time just handed to you to choose what to do with. Yeah, maybe you had to go to work, and yeah, maybe some of that time was spent on the freeway, stuck in traffic, but those 86,400 seconds, they were yours to do with what you wanted. But you know what's wild? God isn't bound by those 86,400 seconds. He isn't bound by morning or night or lunch rush hour. He's not constrained by the three-month timeline the doctors gave you or by that 30-day eviction notice from your landlords. When we feel pressure because time is running out, he says, don't you trust me? Don't you know I'm bigger than all that? I like to think God does his best work in a tight turnaround. I'm kidding, of course, but the truth is that he's faithful even when it seems impossible. When there is no way there's enough time to get that thing done, with God there somehow just is. Have you ever thought about how you view time? What does it look like when you visualize it? For some people, it's linear, a line from January to December, and like a typewriter, it resets at the end of the line. For others, it's a loop or a tornado slide, and time is just a constant circle down, 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 or maybe it's up, up, up. Some say that they are standing still and time is passing through them, while others claim that they are moving through time. I don't know about you, but time is one of those concepts I can't quite wrap my head around. Throw in the fact that God exists beyond that, and it really messes with me. How does one exist outside the bounds of time? And if that's the case for God, what does that mean for us? Welcome to Loved and Made Worthy. My name is Erica, and this is a podcast about embracing our God-given purpose and letting go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, and overachieving. If you want a deeper relationship with Jesus and are ready to ditch the labels that God never gave you, this is for you. Listen in as we journey with God to find out who He is, what that means for our life, and ultimately, who He created us to be. God is eternal. There are a ton of scriptures to back this up, which we will talk about, but let's start with just two, from the beginning of time in Genesis and from the end in Revelation. Genesis 1-1 tells us, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. One of the things we have to recognize is that the word beginning in Genesis 1-1 is not referring to the beginning of all time or the beginning of eternity. It's referring to the beginning of our universe, our world as we know it. God was before the earth, and he will continue after this earth is gone, as shown in Revelation 22-13, which says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. God likes to use repetition to get our attention, but is it possible there is more than that happening here? Alpha and Omega, first and last, beginning and end, they all seemingly mean the same thing, right? But consider the cumulative effect of these statements together. It leaves no room for misinterpretation, no room for other possibilities, only one, capital O-1, that is eternal and deserves all glory because of it. 
And I fully believe that these three phrases are a reflection of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I can't be convinced otherwise. I just don't believe God would miss that opportunity. So many other scriptures talk about God's eternal nature. Romans 1.20 says, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. Psalms 102.12 says, But you, O Lord, sit enthroned forever. Your renown endures through all generations. Isaiah 44, 6, I'm the first and I'm the last. Apart from me, there is no God. Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Revelation 1, 8, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. These are just a few, but I think it's enough to establish that God is not bound by time. He is and was and always will be. So what does that mean for us? How does knowing this inform our identity as his children? Ecclesiastes 3.11 says he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. It's clear from this verse that we're not going to understand much about God's eternal nature, but we were made to desire eternity. So the fact that time is one of those concepts we can't quite grasp is supposed to be that way. That feeling you get when you think about whatever is on the other side of death, we're supposed to want something beyond just fading to black. We were created to desire an eternity with our God. This desire for eternity can be particularly challenging for those who don't believe that God is Alpha and Omega, beginning and end, the first and the last. Without the hope of heaven and eternity with God, we're left with a fear of death, we grasp at the idea of reincarnation, or we just live ridiculously callously because why would it matter if it all fades to black after death anyway? Living without the hope of eternity with God can be bleak and discouraging. But if we believe God's words, that he is the beginning and end, that he is eternal and exists outside of time, we can breathe. It's like a thousand pounds being lifted off your chest because he is so much bigger than time. Even as I say it, it seems impossible, this idea. Maybe because we're all scrambling for more time. More time to get things done, more time to spend with the people we love, more time to finally get that workout in, more time to just be alive. A symptom of our hearts set on eternity, I'm sure. But knowing and resting in the fact that God is bigger than time should bring us so much freedom. We can live in peace knowing that we get to make the most of our days here on earth, knowing that God is in control of it all, so we don't have to be. And when this idea of us not being in control over our time and our eternal future gets scary, God gets to be our refuge. So who is God? God is eternal. And if I believe this is true, I will not view time finite. If I believe this is true, I will neither fear death nor what comes after. If I believe this is true, I can trust that God will handle the details of my life when the time is right because he can see the bigger picture. Because God is eternal, I have a future. Because God is eternal, you have a future. 
and it's more beautiful than either of us can imagine. I hope today's episode blessed your spiritual walk and brought you just a little bit closer to Jesus. If you enjoyed listening, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. I love to hear how God is using this in your life. And if you'd like to connect, be sure to join the Loved and Made Worthy Facebook group. I would love to see you there. Now, as we go our separate ways, I just want to remind you of three things. You are seen, you are loved, and you are made worthy in Jesus. I'll see you next time.